open our ears and open our minds, open our hearts to the word you have for each and every one of us this day. And as I, your servant, stand before you, I pray that I would decrease, that you would increase. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all my all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. I want to have you Christmas carol with me for just a moment. Let's sing the first verse of A Little Town of Bethlehem. Ready? Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thy love. remember, oh, little town of Bethlehem. And that's where the book of Ruth starts. Bethlehem. It starts there because that is known as the house of food. Bethlehem in Judea was a place that was a breadbasket. It was a place of prosperity until there was a great famine. And it was in that time of famine that a family left the house of food and went instead to try their luck in a foreign land. They went to Moab, and that's where the family of Ruth is found at the beginning of this book. And it says at the very first of this, of this book that it was in the days of the judges. And so if you think about the history of Scripture and of the, of the, Israel, the Israelites, the time of the judges was this period between when they were going to enter into the land of milk and honey and take what God had given to them, and this moment when they begin to have a monarchy and these kings that come one after another. So nestled in that part of what's called the Deuteronomistic history, that part of Israel's history between them taking the promised land and then wanting to have kings to rule over them, the judges were the ones who were leading. And that's where we find Ruth's family at the, at the beginning of this book. And that's why it appears where it does in Scripture, right after the book of Judges, because it's the same time period in the Old Testament. And so there was this family with Elimelech. He was the, the patriarch. That was Naomi's husband. He and his wife and their sons and their sons' wives went to Moab to search for a new way of living so that they could have food, so that they could experience the prosperity. But while they were there, um, they, ex they found themselves again to be short of luck. And so first, Ruth's husband, Elimelech, passed away or Naomi, the mother-in-law, her husband, Elimelech, passed away. And then these Moabite women that the sons had married, Orpah and Ruth, well, those sons passed away as well. A funny aside, Oprah Winfrey was supposed to be named Orpah, but they spelled it wrong at the, at the hospital, put it wrong on her birth certificate. So Orpah is one of those lost characters of the Bible, 
because she, these women, then were left with really no hope. Now, when you're thinking about the society that they were a part of, the pecking order that took place in that day and that time, if you were a child's widow, you were at the very bottom of the society. There was no place for you to go, nowhere for you to turn. And so that's what Naomi understood. She was left in this foreign land with these women. And what were they going to do? They had no hope but to continue um, back to let Orpha and Ruth go to their home families to try to patch together a new life. And then Naomi decided that she was going to just go back to where she came from, Bethlehem. Well, she was very bitter about the whole scenario. In fact, she said, her name, Naomi, means sweetness, but she said, you should just call me Mara because I am bitter. And she's so broken over what has taken place. I mean, you have to really get into the story and figure out how desperate these women were. This was a time, in the time of the judges, when all of society was degrading. It was filled with violence against women. There was oppression everywhere. There was really no hope for their circumstances. And in the midst of that, these women are going along with Naomi, and they say, we're going to go with you. Now, it could have been part of the history of the time where if Naomi had remarried again and given birth to another son and it had the son had grown up, they would be able to marry one of these wives. But who wants to wait that long? That's why Naomi is saying, it's, not, it's never going to work, this family. Go back to your homes. Go back to your parents. Return to the homes of your mothers. That's why she's telling them that. And she says, go turn back each of you to that household, and may the Lord deal faithfully with you just as you have done with the dead and with me. May the Lord provide for you so that you may find security, each woman in the household of her husband. That's all they wanted, security. To be able to have food, to be able to be kept safe from the violence of the time. And she kissed them and was sending them off with her blessing, and they said, no, instead, we're going to return with you. And as she's saying, no, go, go your own way, well, Orpha decided she would go back to her home. She would go back to her parents. So she kissed her mother-in-law. Why you stay with her? I can't imagine that being okay, not being this woman. I'm not going to leave you Maybe it was this recognition that at that point, the only family that she had, Maybe it was a sense that God had a greater plan for all of them if she would follow with her belonging. Reply, don't urge me to abandon you, to turn back from following after you. And here comes one of the most beautiful lines in Scripture. Wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, 
and your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord do this to me, and more so, if even death separates me from you. And at that point, Naomi realized that there was no way Ruth was going to abandon her. So she lets her come along on this journey. It's going to unfold into a beautiful story of redemption. As we sang at the beginning, O Little Town of Bethlehem, we know that Ruth is going to end up being in Jesus Christ's genealogy. Ruth is going to be that connection. And think about that, this Gentile Moabite woman being part of this lineage that's going to bring our Savior. How amazing that God is using this little tiny book, this few chapters wedged in the Old Testament within, within the story of the Hebrew people taking the promised land and the judges and the kings that are to come later. The story of these women is going to become one of those great anchors that the history of humankind can look back to and say, this is that moment. This is that moment where part of God's story could have been cut off. If Naomi had just stayed if she had refused to even go back to Bethlehem, if she had been even more insistent and told Ruth to go, there's no way I'm going to let you come with me. But instead, these women show an amazing kind of devotion. And through that, we're going to experience the redemption of humankind. And so it's going to become one of those beautiful stories of how God is using these dire circumstances to bring about some great piece of his plan for our salvation and for all of humankind. One writer says that Ruth is this vision of an ideal society. And when you think about that, you say at first, it doesn't sound very ideal to me. If you think about their circumstances and what they they live under these rules and these there as we go through this book during this month we're going to find so many customs and ways they make business arrangements and deals that are going to seem so foreign and strange to us but what we truly find is a story of sacrificial love where Ruth is willing to stay with this woman that is one of her elders, this woman who she does go and follow and say, I'm going to make my own way when I get back there. But we're going to see unfolding this true story of what it is to share a life together. She's going to listen to and take the counsel of her mother-in-law. And those rules and those suggestions and those hints of how to act in the world, that's what's going to help Ruth become the woman that she is in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. So as we think about what this passage means to us today as Christians, the question that leaves us with tonight is who are those people that we are in relationship with, that we are willing to follow anywhere? Where even if they tell us, you stay behind, we want to cling to them. 
because we know that God has put them in our lives and that we, as we move in relationship with them, that's how God is going to be setting us up for some portion of God's story of the world in and through us. Sometimes it might be challenging. Sometimes it might be easier to stay where we are or to just go and make our own way and strike off in our own direction. But often, it's unlikely people in our midst that God wants us to be even closer to. So who are those individuals? Who is the Naomi to you in your story that you can listen to and find a mentor in and understand who God is better through serving and loving and caring for them. I pray that all of us can find that person. And maybe, if we're on Naomi's side, who is the Ruth that we need to allow to come along, to tag along with us on a journey that we're partaking in, so that they, they can also experience who God wants them to become. All of us are called to be in relationship with one another. And so as we see in this book over these next few weeks, we're called to build relationships that honor and glorify God. And this is one of the great stories that is going to help us see how much God was willing to do to bring our salvation in Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to Ruth for her faithfulness. And Naomi for allowing her to come along. Let us pray. Gracious God, you give us a vision of what it is to serve one another, to go where someone leads, and to trust that you have a plan and a purpose, even when the circumstances around us don't look very, very promising. We pray that we can see where you are leading us and we give you thanks and praise for these women who are going to become such an important part in your genealogy. Thanks be to our Lord and our Savior and his fine relatives for showing us your way. Amen. <laughs>